0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to another exciting episode of My Sister's TBR, where we discuss our past, current,
1: and future reads. I'm Stacy, And I'm Rebecca. This episode, we're recapping all the books we read this month, and a deep dive into our featured read, Fall of Ruin and Wrath, by Jennifer L. Armentrout. Our recaps will be spoiler-free, but keep in mind our discussion on the featured read will include spoilers. But we'll give you guys a heads up when to get out, so whether you're commuting working out or just relaxing at home we're thrilled to have you with us get ready for a dose
0: of bookish goodness on my sister's tbr
1: oh uh, okay um guess how many books i read this month uh i'm going to go it on a limb and say four, five, five. Five. Oh my gosh <laughs> Who am I? Hey, 2024, new year, new me. (laughs) Off to a fantastic start. Wow. I was not (laughs) expecting this.
0: No, this is going to go pretty well, I think. I read six books so far.
1: Okay.
0: Uh Uh-huh. This is like the first time in a while, I think, that we've been pretty pretty on on par. I'm so
1: proud of you. (laughs) I'm proud of you, too. And I'm proud of me, too. (laughs) wow okay
0: so i kind of cheated a little though because i knew of two that you did read and i also read them so so i could discuss them with you dig yeah dive right into it let's go what was your first book
1: So my first book was A Court of Frost and Starlight by Sarah J. Mass. That literally, I thought that was December that I finished that. Oh. But it's not because it was like, it was while I was home that I finished it before I came back up here. But like, this month feels like five months in the one month. (laughs) That's why you read so much. (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) um so of course i can't give a description of this because it is book 3.5 of the a court of thorns and roses series Mm -hmm. but i of course rated this five Mm. i rated it a four okay i can i can understand and i can also understand why there were so many people giving it ratings or reviews saying that they didn't see any purpose to it Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter it's part of the series i'm gonna take any extra books that i can possibly take in this series mm-hmm. give them all oh i understand
0: but yeah i do get how people were saying that but how like it was kind of just filler but i think it was intended to be the slower pace christmas special you know like really enjoying what Valaris has to offer is
1: that a spoiler we're just gonna we're gonna leave it we're just gonna go on from there um yeah i don't know i thought it was needed honestly i don't care how slow it was i didn't well i didn't find it very slow like i actually finished it pretty quick Mm -hmm. but i don't know i just like mm, yeah it was
0: definitely a feel good compared to the other um I found it was very slow to get into. I really struggled with book- this book. I started it in I November.
1: Did. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But as soon as I got the audiobook, you I hooked right into it. Yeah. So I think it's just I was having a hard time getting in the mindset of, like, physically reading this book. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it was, I don't know, in my ear, I was... It was a lot easier. Um, I just found, like, the beginning was a slow, slow start.
1: So what made you, is that what made you dock the one star?
0: No. No. So again, like, I obviously love so much about this book, this whole entire series. I docked a star because I'm at, you're going to hate me for this, but I'm at the point where I feel
1: like I'm on the cusp of being sick of Fayra and Reese, I can see. I can understand. I mm-hmm. can understand. I see where you're coming from. You can sympathize. You're. You're. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> but. I'm not agreeing. I'm not mm-hmm. agreeing. But I'm also not disagreeing because now that I'm on to the fourth book. Oh. I'm mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Am I a Cassian girl now? <laughs> Listen,
0: I haven't even read that book yet, but uh... from the first instance I was already a Cassian girly. So that's why I'm so looking forward to this next book. And I think that's why I'm um I don't know, getting kind of Kind of sick of all of the Feyre and Reese. Like, it's just been so much. But on a side note, I want more uh, Lucian.
1: Yeah, he's like, like, yeah, we need, we need his backstory. Yeah, we really do. I just,
0: I really feel like he got the shit end of the stick with this book again. And I hate that
1: because... I
0: don't know. I just, I just had such a soft spot for him, like, right from the very beginning. <laughs> what a great so, guy. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I'm at the point now where I want more of the, you know, the side characters. Mm-hmm. I want them to take the stage now. I want to hear more about, I can't say, but yeah, just I know. more I know. than just I know smut. And I can't believe I just said that.
1: She Sarah J Mass isn't done with the Aquatar no. series, right? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's probably more to come with more side stories. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, so was that also your first read for the month?
0: No. My first read was the book club book, um, Unfortunately Yours by Tessa Bailey. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Um yeah, it's a contemporary romance. Uh, I was 384 pages. I read it as an ebook and I only rated it 2 stars. <gasps> the book itself follows Napa Harris, Natalie Voss, an ex-Navy seal, August while they embark on a mutually beneficial marriage of convenience. So Natalie loses her job and her fiance in one fell swoop. She returns home to gather her pieces back together, even if that means drowning in the bottle of Cabernet. Uh, After months of wallowing, she decides she's ready to get back on her feet. She just needs her trust fund. Unfortunately, the terms of her trust state that she must marry before she can have the money. So obviously we can see where this is going. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So August owns his own vineyard, but it's very obvious that he knows absolutely nothing about making wine. His determination to make his late best friend proud has been his driving factor, but no bank will give him the loan he needs and his like lack of knowledge and his determination to do this 100% solo has resulted in the absolute worst wine and the business is just circling the drain. Yeah. So when August and Natalie met, it's hinted at in this book, but it seems that it was like off page kind of in the first book okay because this is book number two mm, of this right. series but it can be read as a standalone so their i don't know their introduction or their intro seems to have come and come from the first book so i do feel like that was missed a bit in this book they do mm-hmm. talk about it in this one but it's only sort of brought up that it was a party that they Sort of had this, like, crazy attraction to each other, but then I don't know what happened. I don't know what the conflict was, because this is an enemies to lovers story. They are, like, constantly at each other. And it doesn't explain what happened? No, not really. I, I never really got the vibe mm. of why they're so enemies, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but now, like, a marriage will help Natalie get her trust fund. And August marrying the daughter of a successful vineyard will up his chances of getting the loan from the bank. So I read this one very quick, like I devoured it and I didn't really give it very much time to sink in. And I was hitting that like four star rating. I was like, this was a great book, four stars. But it wasn't until after like sitting with it (laughs) and talking about it with the book club that I realized it really wasn't as good as i thought it was (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so like the tension was really good i'll give it that like and the spicy scenes some of them were great but he's very like caveman barbaric kind of like his way of like speaking about natalie's body like they weren't a part of her was really it's like he thought it was just there for him like ogling like that's all that you know Right? Like, it's very, I did not like it. It made me uncomfortable. It really did. I don't care how tall, broad, big, or well-endowed this man is. You can only (laughs) read that a couple times and get a chuckle. But, like, after it's repeated every single time that she sees him is way too much.
1: Which is, like, surprising, the fact that it's written by a woman. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like she was really trying to drive home that this was, like, this big, bulky, like, you know, manly caveman. Uh, I just... uh, I don't know. I could have... You know, it was fine the first couple times that she had said it and, like, noticed it. But her inner monologue about it all was just... Ugh. No. I felt like Tessa's writing was really flat in this one. And normally I really like... Like, Tessa Bailey has some really good fluffy romances. Like, if you just want to shut your brain off and just devour a romance she's a great writer for that but i just felt like this one just didn't do it for me like natalie had absolutely zero character growth which was sad because there was so much potential for her to be this like big like you know boss bitch to be so independent yeah. and just you know take everything by the horns and but no she was like a party girl turned into, like, some, I don't know if it's like, a Wall Street sort of scenario. Uh, lost that job. Runs home crying about it. Like, she's wallowing. Her first thing that she thinks of to fix it all is money, her trust fund. Then her next thought is, oh, okay, well, now I have to find somebody to marry.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> and, like, there was no independence there, right? Like, I just, I didn't it just didn't do it for me.
1: You can't really were so many that. like
0: No, there were so many icky parts too, like ugh. Like just toxicity, red flags. Ugh. You know how much we hate red flags. God. It yeah.
1: depends.
0: Yeah, that's true. I can't say that we hate red on the flags.
1: Shade. There's there's shades. <laughs> there are shades. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I wouldn't recommend, wouldn't recommend it. That's sad. (laughs) Yeah. What was your next?
1: So. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, My next read (laughs) was Unhinged. (laughs) Oh, yes, you finished it by Vera Valentine. (laughs) I only rated it a one. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) So, Ilsa even commented on it. (laughs) She said, Knobs don't do it for you, eh? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I guess it's just a little
0: too weird for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm into some weird things, but this was a little just a little yeah i don't know i don't <laughs> i don't know where to put my finger on this or how to put my finger on this i don't okay let me just go ahead let me just read out the description <laughs> hmm. oh god dangers come a knocking someone's been watching tana closely but he's a lot closer than she realizes From intimate moments to lazy afternoons on the couch, he's secretly seen it all and fallen for her along the way. The problem is that someone else is watching too, and his obsession with Tana is a lot more dangerous. When a man claiming to be her front door enters her dreams to warn her about an imminent threat to her life, Tana initially chalks it up to her weird late night snacks, but she rethinks things when her earnest visitor insists he's also ready to protect her in exchange for one hell of a favor when tana trades her best line of defense for an unlikely supernatural ally the threat lurking beyond her apartment hallway starts getting desperate as the law closes in can her inhuman companion save her from the worst of humanity or is it too late for both of them um <laughs> i <laughs>
0: I just, I know the question that's just bouncing around your head is
1: why? Yeah. And <laughs> how? <laughs> there is no, okay, I understand this is fantasy, like, not yeah,
0: fiction, Well, kind of, yeah. I guess,
1: yeah, fantasy. And fantasy, yeah. yeah. I understand, you know, like, all these books that we read, they're not real. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of the things aren't possible to happen. Um I don't understand how she's getting off on a doorknob. No. No. Okay. So like at first it was fine. I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm in the mood for some like freaky deaky things here. I'm <laughs> I went into it with an open mind. I really did. Yeah. Um I don't know. There were just certain parts where I thought the main female character was really weird. And, like, I just couldn't... I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I have no words at all because I'm still stumped over this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I found that it was, like, actually kind of, well, enjoyable. Like, I didn't mind the story at all. Like, the whole whole beginning part of it where she actually, with her door... I that part I think I just right over that right but the rest of it like I thought it was like oddly sweet like his I don't know just everything between him and her like his protection of her and like I mean obviously totally completely bonkers completely but and then like even I don't know like her taking care of him too in like a a weird way. I don't know. I just I thought I thought it was entertaining. I won't like, ever try to do a deep di- like a deep dive into it or anything and try <laughs> to explain that. But
1: <laughs> oh god! Like I thought it was pretty cool how there were references to him like being a door for like previous tenants. Like I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. And like yeah, I don't know. It just mm,
0: the yeah. whole um. Th- I don't know, like thriller, I guess. Part of the story felt very out of place as well. Like it it just there was a yeah. lot going on that
1: just did not connect a lot. Yeah. Like the door the door is absurd enough as it is.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of that you for my- sticking out the whole book. <laughs> I can't. Thank you. <laughs> That's my first ever one-star rating, I think. Wow. <laughs> what a ride. <laughs> Here we are. Uh-huh. Oh, God. What was your next read?
0: <laughs> oh, I had another uh, disappointment. Oh, no. I read Conversations with Friends by Sally Rooney. And I know Mm -hmm. I talked about this one the last time that we recorded our last episode. Uh, It's a contemporary romance. The page counts 304. Um, I listened to the audio for this one uh, and I rated it two stars. So Frances, at the age of 21, is a composed and keen observer. Uh, She's juggling her roles as a college student and an aspiring writer She immerses herself in a life of intellectual pursuits. Her closest friend is the self-assured and captivating Bobby, uh, with whom she's once shared a romantic connection during their school days, but now they collaborate on spoken word poetry performances in Dublin. Their potential catches the eye of Melissa, who's a photographer slash journalist, uh, drawing Francis into her world. Though initially hesitant, Frances finds herself impressed by Melissa's refined home and the charming presence of her handsome husband. So Frances, uh, she like views Nick, who's Melissa's husband, as the embodiment of patriarchy, a bored actor who falls short of his potential. So what begins as a lighthearted flirtation between Frances and Nick evolves into an unexpected and peculiar intimacy. Uh, As Frances grapples with with maintaining control over her life, her relationships start slipping from her grasp, whether it was with Nick, her challenging and discontented father, or even with Bobby. In her quest to reconcile with the complexities of her body's desires and vulnerabilities, Frances finds her intellectual certainties giving away to a new disorienting way of navigating each moment. So I had really, really high hopes for this novel, and I know when I talked about it last episode... I really thought this was going to be like a four or five star read. Yeah. The first half had me absolutely gripped. Like I was just eating it up. Uh, There were so many different ways that I could see how the novel was going to play out. And sadly, like the entire thing just took a nosedive and didn't hit any notes that felt right. Uh, Now her writing, Sally Rooney's writing is absolutely incredible. Um, That alone, I could have given five stars for but the story was so lacking. Like, I found myself at total odds from the narrator. I think it's, it's all in Frances's point of view. And she okay. is, like, insufferable.
1: So, uh,
0: I didn't find a single character that I could relate to or sympathize with. They were, like, all so self-centered, privileged, and just unlikable. And, Ugh. like, yeah, like, just not my cup of tea at all. It gave, uh, like, coming-of-age vibes, but never actually coming-of-age. <laughs> like, it was just all so childish. I should one start, because I, honest to God, I could say, like, I I, I hated it. Or I, I don't say that about books.
1: Oh, that's so sad.
0: Yeah. And just the whole, like, the whole premise of the book is, uh, or, like, the whole plot, I guess we'll say, is her affair with Nick and like, you know, like the how everything the conflict will say with that and like their relationships outside of that. But there was never really anything that amounted, you know, like there was no big ta da, right? And it hmm. it just it ended. Like there was no oh, I just no. Would, again, another one I would never recommend. And that's so sad.
1: What else do you have? Okay. So, next, <clears throat> I read The Cursed by Harper L. Woods. Yes. Which is Coven of Bones number two. <sighs> like, I know I talked about this one last episode because I was currently reading it. Um, loved it. Loved it. <laughs> loved it like five stars oh five stars okay like even just the ending alone like the last okay i think i can read out the last couple of words hold on okay so the last chapter is of a different character's point of view <laughs> I hope it leads into another book about their side story, but I'm not sure. But the last, like the last chapter just, I roared. I actually roared because like throughout the book, it would talk about little snippets of these other two characters' side story, Mm -hmm. but like you didn't fully understand what was going on so the very the very last two lines say then he would be then he would be able to move on with his life leaving me in fucking peace finally (laughs) and like (laughs) that's not gonna make sense to anybody who has like who hasn't read it yet but like oh my god it's so good because like
0: yeah everything that led up to that to her (laughs) yeah
1: yeah. (laughs) oh so good No, I just, I loved this book, Five Stars. It was so perfect with like the, with the relationships in it, the drama. Mm -hmm. Wow. Like so freaking good. And I know we've talked before about wishing that we had more of like the school setting, more background on the school and stuff like that. You don't really get it in book two either, but there is a little bit more. So it like kind of fills it in a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But you see more of the supernatural yeah, side in book two. Oh.
0: And I think what I noticed with the first book was um, I didn't like how little we got of the side characters. But I did find, yeah. because I read this one as well, I rated this one four star. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I did I like how there, <laughs> there was a little more to do with the other characters in this one. You got a little bit more... Yeah yeah um there is a little part of the description on this book that i did feel like we could read out that didn't seem to have like spoilers um i'll just it's just a couple of paragraphs he was the deception waiting in the night the truth i never saw coming after a lifetime of manipulation i finally learned the truth i was his puppet even if i never saw my strings even knowing how deep his betrayal runs i can't shake the undeniable connection between gray and i The way a single glance from him sets my soul on fire. We are not the same. We're enemies, poised to battle for the future of the very thing I wanted to destroy. Yeah, these books were great. And this one was definitely still, like, just as entertaining as the first. Yeah.
1: You know, like, I
0: kind of felt like where we already got a lot between Willow and Gray in the first book, I thought maybe by the second book it'll be a little more... Like okay, been there, done that. But yeah. No. Nope. No. <laughs> nope. Um I did feel though that there were times that their sexy scenes totally caught me off guard. Like there were times when like let's say like Willow like was really heads like headstrong like dead set on um I don't know how to say this without spoilers or anything, but like not you know doing anything with him you know Mm -hmm. like she was like that's it this is you know and then all of a sudden next thing you know they're in yet another (laughs) encounter with their bits (laughs) which again it's not a bad thing because the scenes were very well written it was very entertaining it's just i kind of the the back part of my brain at that point that is all feminism was like, come on, girl. Stop worrying about this.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's, you know, that's the very far yeah. back dusty corner of my brain that. So, you know, <laughs> I just felt she was kind of a little weak sometimes to, you know, give in. That's that's just, that's why I docked a star. If
1: you had a sexy.
0: I know, Lucifer. I'm no better than the next <laughs>
1: All my free will would also be out the window.
0: Touche. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. But I did, I I did read and I don't know if it's, I don't know, like legit or if it's rumored, whatever, but that the next book will be of those other two characters. That is not going to center around Willow and Grey. Okay. So Uh... hopefully now we're going to get, you know, even more of what I was looking for. Yeah, and still answer some of the questions that you know are burning oh, holes in my soul. But I I listened to the audiobook for this one, and I would not recommend oh. it. No, I know. Oh. Um, I thought Gray's point of view was really well done because it was like the dual narrative.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: when it switched back to her, I just found her so annoying. Like I usually I don't have any issues with narrators because I'm listening to it at like three times the speed, so <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't it's really all matter anyway. <laughs> but um, even still, like actually I think that's why I bumped this one up so high. Like normally I'll listen to it on like a two times the speed, but this one I had to bump up to three times because I just need to get through her her narrating. Like I said, like it's normally not an issue for me. I can usually get past. You know, even Missy, who recorded Fourth Wing while she was sick. I could deal. It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) But this one, just something about it. Like, I don't recommend listening to the audiobook for this one, Uh, unfortunately. But definitely recommend the book series. Oh, my God. Yes. I have one more besides the featured read. Uh, So I also read Totally Pucked by Lauren Blakely. It's uh, number 2.5 of My Hockey Romance. So it's just a really short novella. It's only 52 pages and it is listed as a sports romance, as you can <laughs> tell by the ice and hockey skates in the picture. Yeah.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: uh, Do not be fooled like I was fooled. <laughs> I rated it two stars. Um, so this follows Katie. She gets dumped by her ex, who says it's because she's bunny ears. Weird in bed. Uh, Fisher, who's a hockey player and her best friend since, like, high school, meets her at an event, and Katie needs to get it off her chest and reveal to him why Henry dumped her. So in a nutshell, he ends up offering her lessons. That sounds pretty intriguing. (laughs) And all of a sudden... They're it for each other. It's like love right there. Okay?
1: Okay.
0: Uh, So maybe this needed to be like a full length story. But it was just so flat and had absolutely... There was no chemistry between the characters that were supposed to be best friends since high school turned lovers. Mm. You like, you know, you need that like... It just did not work in 52 pages. And I don't even know why it was listed as a sports romance because the literally the only thing is that he it's said that he's a hockey player. Like there's no actual hockey involved and there's very little description of him. What? Mm hmm. Now, I haven't read anything else by her and I know it's 2.5 in a series. So maybe the other books in the series are, you know, top notch, great sports romance. Um, so I'm not going to judge her. On this one <laughs> novella, <laughs> I'll have to check out her other ones to get a better idea of her as an author, but I don't think this one sold her well.
1: That's so sad, because, like, yeah. looking at the cover, it looks like it would be a complete mm-hmm. sports romance. Yeah.
0: And I love sports romance books. Yeah, we
1: we all love. know that.
0: Yes. And, yeah, this just, no, I was sad. Again, only 52 pages, so I wasn't too heartbroken over, you know, like, wasting so much time or anything like that. But I am I just, I'm not writing her off as an author. It's just I feel she definitely should have had a few more pages in between to really get us to connect with the characters.
1: Yeah, I find, like... Like, I like reading short books as, Mm -hmm. like, fillers to get my reading goal up. But I always struggle a lot with being able to write a short book a Mm -hmm. good reading. You know what I mean? Because, like, you don't get that connection with the characters. Yeah. Like, some short stories need, or some stories need to be longer, Mm -hmm. not shorter. Like, if there's just too much oomph to it, yeah, you know, then just having it as just a short story is just, it doesn't do it justice. (laughs) Nope. What was your other book? I don't know if I know it. So my other book was also a short story. Um, The Fates Allowed by Rainbow Rowell. Um, So this was 38 pages. Social distancing came easily to Reagan, maybe a little too easily. She's always liked people better from afar, but Reagan doesn't want her grandpa to be alone for Christmas this year. He's already spent too much time on his own in 2020, so she heads back to her hometown with a dish of holiday jello salad, hoping they can have a little normalcy. Hoping it will be safe, she isn't expecting to run into the boy next door. Mason is all grown up now. He's considerate. He's funny. He doesn't mind how prickly Reagan is. He maybe even likes it, and it makes Reagan feel like her defenses are falling. She needs her defenses, doesn't she? In a time when six feet is close enough, how long can they keep their distance? I rated it at three. Mm-hmm. Like, it was cute. I liked it. Um, made me feel very like nostalgic. Honestly, mm-hmm. as I was picturing all of it i was picturing nan's apartment yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah it was uh it was cute it made me feel like very nostalgic um Mm -hmm. and it's it was cool to read about covid like Yeah. yeah yeah like nobody writes about it no Everybody's probably too freaking traumatized.
0: <laughs> yeah, like we read to escape real life, so I get that. Yeah, but I thought it was an interesting take. Yeah. yeah. So, what would you? What did you dock the stars for? Like, what didn't you like about it?
1: Well, again, I just with the short reads, I just find it really hard to actually connect. Um, and comparing my other four star reads or my other five star mm-hmm. reads, you know, it just just wasn't there, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to say... I don't know. I don't know, honestly. I just... You liked it, but you didn't love it? Yeah. That like, I don't know if there yeah. was enough... Maybe eno- there wasn't, like, enough, like, story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like <laughs> it was lacking something. And, again, it could literally just be because of it being a short story. Yeah. But... I thought her and Mason were really cute. I thought the way that she, like, acted, like, because, like, we've all been there. Everybody turned into actual hermits during COVID, like, and then yeah. as soon as somebody gets close to you, like, you don't know how to, like, handle that, you know? I felt the opposite. Like, I, I rated it a four.
0: I felt like she did a, like, really good job with those short amount of pages and putting a lot of personality into all the characters like i
1: i really did find that she did i do agree with you there actually because i did feel like reagan did have a lot of personality yeah. um yeah yeah i can i can see that i agree with you
0: it could be i was gonna say it could be just for me because like i i felt like i connected with her a lot so i could have just been like projecting myself into that so that's why i felt like yeah i can but... see that yeah yeah I just I I really really enjoyed it. And like again, like the whole like nostalgic, you know, that Christmas at Nan's, like that mm. just really gripped me. But yeah. yeah. So, we will give the heads up now that we are talking about the featured read, which is Fall of Rune and Wrath by Jennifer L. Armentrout. Uh this is number 1 in the Awakening series. It's a fantasy romance. 416 pages and it was just released in september of 2023 i guess before we really dive into spoilers we can at least give what we rated it yeah i think yeah yeah so i rated it a three i rated it a four. Oh, okay this feels odd like i feel like like if there was a fantasy romance that you rated 4, I should have rated it 4. I feel like we're very mm-hmm. much on the same page for yeah. our romanticies. Hmm, okay. <laughs> so, without too many spoilers, I guess we can sort of give a little nutshell of a review. I can read it in the description. Okay. That's not too bad. She lives by her intuition and he feeds on her pleasure. Long ago, the world was destroyed by gods. Only nine cities were spared. Separated by vast wilderness, teeming with monsters and unimaginable dangers, each city is now ruled by a guardian, royalty who feed on mortal pleasure. Born with an intuition that never fails, Callista knows her talents are of great value to the power-hungry of the world, so she lives hidden as a courtesan of the Baron of Arkwood. In exchange for his protection, she grants him information. When her intuition leads her to save a traveling prince in dire trouble, the voice inside her blazes with warning and promise. Today he'll bring her joy, but one day he'll be her doom. When the Baron takes an interest in the traveling prince and the prince takes an interest in Callista, she becomes the prince's temporary companion. But the city simmers with rebellion and with knights and monsters at, the, at her city gates and a hungry prince in her bed, intuition may not be enough to keep her safe. Calista must follow her intuition to safety or follow her heart to her downfall. I did really like it. It did, however, (laughs) take a bit for me to get into. I did find there were parts that like really slowed down. Yeah. But I'm just going to go right out there and say it. A lot of the reason why I only write it three star is because of her writing. Her dot, dot, dots had me so annoyed because it made Calista sound so dumb like she could not process a single thought
1: yeah like there were times
0: that this was just multiple times on one page in one paragraph it was constant but like if you're looking for like the whole like who did this vibe and like smut a lot of smut <laughs> then yes 100 percent. like
1: it had so like really well written scenes i'll put it out there right now i think that's what gave me the extra one up of the star yeah i could i could understand that so how'd you feel okay everybody get out now
0: oh this is spoilers gonna, now okay
1: we're gonna spoil yeah <laughs> okay So, with regards to the smut, um, I actually really like how it built up to it. Like, it wasn't, like, a slow burn, but it wasn't a fast burn either. They did some other things a couple times before they actually went all the way. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was, like, a really nice taste. Yeah. He, oh, just, (sighs) why aren't these men real? (laughs) Like, I know. But yeah, I just, the scene where he, like, demanded her, that was, like, <sighs> yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, I know. Um. Whoa. That was spicy. Yeah. I honestly thought there was going to be, like, a little more conflict between the baron
1: and and the prince. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why he gave her up so easily. I understand like that
0: side of it, but no, I guess maybe not because I, yeah, like I was expecting there to be more conflict there. Like that the baron was going to be a little more protective of her, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he wasn't. Yep.
1: Yeah, I don't um, uh I don't understand that. I expected like when he requested her, I thought the Baron was gonna like lose his shit then. Be like, Oh yeah, here, yeah, you, know, you can have her, but then like try to kill him. Yeah. And he was just like, Oh yeah, why not? So I did
0: find that like she did a really good job at like actual world building. I know with most yeah. fantasy it's hard to like build a world and still keep your readers interested i think i don't know if it's the pronunciation guide at the beginning of the book that really helped with this or not but i found being able to i don't know pronounce the words helped a lot (laughs) like i didn't feel so lost Yeah. (laughs) yeah like it was just a little thing but i think it made a big impact
1: yeah Yeah, I didn't feel so stupid going into it. Like, you know when you, like, you look at a word and you just, like, say nonsense in your head? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Instead (laughs) of properly pronouncing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, other than her dot-dot-dots that she used, her writing wasn't bad. She had very good visuals, and, yeah,
0: it it was great, like, in that aspect. But the dot-dot-dots. The ellipses. Uh, <laughs> I think, like, one of the only highlights that I did was, this should come as a surprise to no one. But just so we're all clear, what I want, I get. And what I want is for you to keep me company during my stay here. <sighs> oh no, take me now. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I thought there was going to be the whole, like, between her and, um, Grady. I thought that there was going to be, like, um, Dane from Fourth Wing. Like, how Dane and Violet had that, you know.
1: Okay. I thought that was what Grady and her and... Did you pick up on, like, the very subtle one little tiny line? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He don't even That's, swing for that team. He does not. He bats for the complete <laughs> opposite team.
0: Yeah. And it was yeah, so I did pick subtle. Off on that. It was so just, yeah. Yeah. Just enough to, to make you realize, oh yeah, he's got no interest then. in. yeah, but it was like <laughs> almost at the end of the book by the time that this yeah. was brought up. So like the whole book, I was just like waiting for him to start being like that, that like weirdly territorial male best friend, you know? Yep. Same. But it never really hit, and I think that's very important because so many books, and even in real life, like, females and males, people think that they can't have friendships, that it mm-hmm. can't be platonic. So, like, it's nice to read that. Yeah. Right?
1: Oh, my God. I uh, I struggled a lot with picturing Grady, though.
0: Uh, yeah, so I don't know why, but throughout the whole book, I was picturing Grady as Mel from um Shadow and Bone, but the like actor okay, yeah, like may never be how he was described, but that's just what came <laughs> to mind when interesting, yeah,
1: yeah, I don't even know, I don't even like it's weird, like I wasn't even i I don't think I was picturing anything for him, he was no. just like. An outline.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, well that's yeah, like most characters for me. Like I don't normally uh I'm trying to see I'm trying to find like a fan cast.
1: Oh wrath,
0: just to try to But I don't think anybody has really really done a fan casting yet. Sad.
1: (sighs) But anyways. I didn't take as many notes on this one as I've done no. before in the past. Just, I don't know why. Like, I enjoyed it. I really did. But I was sick. Or I still am sick. I only just finished this last night. So it was just, like, it wasn't paying as much attention. Like, I was to the, like, story. But, like, I don't know. I don't, my brain hurts. <laughs> Yeah, I,
0: I don't feel like there was a whole lot of discussion there. I mean, it was a fun, spicy romanticy, And I did find it was really good. And like you said, like, well-written in that. Um, I, oh, I forgot about this. I liked how he kept calling her, uh, Nale. I love how he says, like, it has so many different, like, meanings and stuff. And... You know, like, what it actually, actually meant. It was just... Uh, I, I, I love him. I'm obsessed. And I just really like the whole, like, gods sort of thing. I'm so interested and I can't wait to see, like, where she goes with the next book.
1: Yeah, because that ended on a cliffhanger. It did, yeah. Oh, man. So,
0: I know it, like, ended kind of like how, I don't know, we might have to, like, bleep it out or whatever, but the... How it ended with, like, finding out that he was the yeah. villain, we'll say. But then the second book, it was just like, yeah. it still don't matter. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, they were still... So I feel like I'm wondering if that's where she's going with this. Is that, like, even though it's sort of at the end and he's all of a sudden, like, you know, her downfall, her villain, maybe it's just not even going to matter. In the I
1: honestly book. think, this is my prediction, I don't think he's going to kill her. I think they are going to somehow, he's going to try to find a way to coexist because, like, he's entranced by her.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right smitten. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. Love him. I think it was very typical in the sense where, like, the beginning was the slower part, but then once you hit, like, almost like the... Like the seventy percent mark, I think that was where I know that's a long like it obviously it really <laughs> yeah. took off before that, but like the seventy percent mark was where like I really could not put it down. But that's again, I like felt, that's saying a lot for me.
1: I felt like with me it was like in portions. So yeah. right? So like I I don't know at what point, I don't know what percentage it was, but when she found him, mm-hmm. like staked to the thing, I took off running full yeah. tilt when I got to that point. <laughs> and then I slowed down again, so I was taking my time again. And then, especially when he shows up at their yeah, castle, house, manor, I don't know, manor, when the, when he shows up at their manor and she walks into the room and it's him mhm <gasps> I took off running again <laughs> Oh my god And then it slowed down again and then it picked up again Oh my god it was just Yeah I felt like it was a good balance honestly like it did take me the full month to read it <laughs> mhm cuz like during the slow parts I just ended up reading something else Something else Yeah yeah, but it was good. It was still really good. I am actually very much looking forward to part 2 Mm-hmm.
0: I need somebody to tell us if From Blood and Ash is the same writing with all of the, like, almost, like, stuttering in her, like, writing. Oh. Like, the way, like, the way that she says, like, I dot, 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 I don't dot, dot, dot.
1: You know, like... I didn't realize that Blood and Ash was the same author. Mm-hmm. So, Sarah messaged me asking if we've read Blood and Ash series yet. Mm-hmm. And wanted us to, like, talk about it on the podcast because she just finished it and she was, like, she just wants to hear us talk about it. Okay. Um, But maybe I'll reach out to her again and be like, hey, is it uh, – does she stutter a lot? <laughs> does she <laughs> – she's a lot of ellipses yeah yeah because i
0: mean if i really want to read that series i have had it on my tbr for ever i think since it came out in like 2020 um i've got it on audible i used up all of my credits to get it (laughs) so i am 100% going to read it so maybe like um
1: April or May we
0: could feature.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm down. Like, I've had it on my Kindle since, probably since 2020 as well. Yeah.
0: Do you think that this was a good book for anybody new to fantasy?
1: The world building wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. But maybe with how slow it got into it at the beginning, yeah. that might turn some people off.
0: Yeah. I I agree with that. Like, I, I know, like, Fourth Wing and Akatar are both, like, usually the gateway drug. <laughs> like, they're, they're now being, like, referred to as, like, entry-level fantasy. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I would, I don't think I would lump this into the same group. I don't feel like this is a very fantasy newbie friendly book. Like you said, the world building wasn't too bad, but it was just, it did get slow and it did get a little grueling. And especially with a lot of the harder to pronounce words. I think that makes a big difference too for people who are new to fantasy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, yes, it was good. But I think honestly, if I were a brand, if I were back and being brand new with fantasy, I probably wouldn't have finished it just because like like with now with loving romanticy so much, I know what to expect in most books, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we know we know what's gonna be there a part of this book. But yeah. if that was my first romantic, nothing's gonna pull yeah. me through those harder, slower parts of the book.
0: Yeah. I think I would be intimidated by it, I think. I think it would probably turn me off. I think.
1: And especially with her dot, dot, dots. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I actually loved her as a character, though. I I really did. Yeah. Like, the banter. She didn't take no shit. (laughs) And, like, her visions, it just reminded me of, that's a raven. (laughs) 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 Like, that's... Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, that's what I pictured. (laughs)
0: I, I'm so, like, of two minds about how, um, like, she talks about how she can, she can touch him and not get that, like, at the visions or, like, the intuition sort of feeling, like, how everything is just silent with him. Like, I'm, I'm of two minds with that because, one, I love it, but <laughs> I feel like it's been done so much that the main male character and the main female character are, like, like, whether it's like, um you know, if one of them can read people's thoughts, but all of a sudden there's this one person that they can't read their thoughts and they're connected. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I just feel like it's been done a lot, but I still, I love it. But it's still so good. <laughs> it's still so good. Yeah. I also really liked um between her and, I don't remember what her friend's name is, the part at that party. When they were, like, I don't know if they were, like, outside or, like, lounging, like, sitting on something. But they had, like, that little bit of a a moment between the two of them.
1: I don't remember what you're talking about. You don't
0: remember that? But it's the friend that, um, when she comes in asking, uh, Calista about her sister. Yeah. So, you know how, like, Calista tells her, like, yes, your sister is going to survive, you know, whatever. But she knew that she wasn't going to make it to the end of the feast. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The feast. And she didn't tell her that little tidbit. And like the way that her, I don't remember her name, but the way that she reacted then to Calista not telling her and was like livid at Calista. Yeah. Like I, I felt so torn between that. Because on one hand, like, I felt like she didn't react the best way. But on the other hand, how else would you react? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Especially, like, thinking about, like, all that. Yeah. Like, maybe Calista should
1: have actually told her
0: the full truth instead Naomi. of just... Naomi. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I mean, like... But that puts... that puts Calista in, like, such a predicament, like, to be fully honest yeah. or like spare her uh i don't know yeah I but don't know. at the same time naomi would have spent more time with her sister if she knew yeah that there was an ending yeah that was like, that was
0: part of what really bothered me was the fact that she basically stole no yeah. i don't it doesn't yeah. even feel comfortable to say that but really i guess she did like she stole that time from naomi
1: and her sister yeah. By not
0: being honest,
1: I think so. Especially if she knew, if she knew that there was like an end, yeah, to her life, especially that soon, just to the feasts. Like she should have said something.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess when you have a like power like that, where do you draw the line? Really, I guess. Yeah,
1: fair. That is true, though. Speaking of powers, um, when everybody kept talking about the feeding Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like with the prince feeding i kept thinking like feeding like like a vampire feeding oh no i love that he would feed off of arousal like that is so cool to me they
0: were full (laughs) out planning a massive orgy
1: (laughs) that is so fucked
0: (laughs) That is
1: so fucked.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering, like, what we're going to see now in the second book.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, we got a taste of it in this one. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the fact that he would glow? I, I don't know. That's so cool. Like, that's such a cool concept. Does everybody see that, I wonder?
0: Or if it's just Callista that's seeing him glow.
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, where they're, like... They're yeah. Late. Yeah, good mm-hmm. question. Good question. What a month.
0: Yeah, it was a good month. Uh, I read some shit books, but it was a good <laughs> overall, I guess. The longest month ever. Next month is going to be exciting, given our featured read next month, which everybody voted on. That was, like, uh. easy winner. when it, When we put the poll up, To decide between the three books for February. At first, uh, Twisted Love was winning. Like, I thought that that was going to be the winner. But then, like, Icebreaker just took off. Just out of nowhere. Everybody started voting for
1: Icebreaker, which I'm stoked about. I'm happy that that won. I've been trying to read it for months now, and I just, I haven't. (laughs) But I have it ready. (laughs) Yep and again if anybody
0: has any suggestions or requests or questions or just general comments you can find (laughs) us on instagram at my sisters tbr we would love to have some more bookish discussions thanks for listening all right bye